Hi, I'm Fariga. And I'm Desmond. Welcome to the introduction of Pokai Designer. So, Fariga, what is a Pokai Designer? Or what is this podcast about? Okay, so Pokai Designer is my final year project. So actually, I was surrounded by families and friends who have never spoke about a career in design before. So in the past, there was not much to talk about. The only thing I know is that I will enter this course and learn how to design pretty packaging. So that at that point, everybody knows what is us, but do people really know what is design, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I want to create this podcast because over the years, I have seen so many people acknowledge or push away designers. After all, I realized that they did not really understand what is design and what visual communicators does. So with this podcast, I hope to help new and current designers and students to be the best version of themselves, be confident and aware not to let the misconception affect them and what they really want to do next. So Desmond, what do you think about my project? I think it's interesting that you're using a podcast as a medium for this project. And I think it's a very welcoming uh, gesture or a welcoming uh, way to, well, first of all, reach out to different audiences through, through, through this uh, communication medium. At the same time, I think it's, uh, it's something that's not like generally associated with visual communicators or graphic designers. Like we only do printed stuff. Um, so it's nice to see that you're branching out to what uh, we as designers uh, can do, especially uh, now in this current age where we are using so many different technologies, we as designers are actually adapting to all these available tools and we are uh, making good and fun use of all these tools. So I think uh, that's why I thought about this project. I think it's a good, uh, good exercise in figuring out what a podcast can do in terms of, say, design communication and what can it create for the design community. So actually, right, as an educator, what is the difference between the past and the present as most of the design are shifting to a more digitalized, I would say, for example, a podcast? And what thought do you have about the design now? I think on the one hand, it's kind of exciting that we have a lot of different uh, new technologies uh, and new kind of like fun tools that we can play with, especially Mm. with, say, like social media uh, now we are designing, we are designing content for social media, say like Instagram or TikTok, and those platforms themselves have uh, their own individual tools. Like for example, um, Instagrams have filters, mm. uh, TikTok also has certain filters and certain um, camera tools or photo taking tools that you can play around with. I think these technologies and uh, open up a lot of possibilities as to what a designer can do digitally. And uh, really what, it's not much different uh, from print design actually. It's really about how you adapt all the skills and all the design principles that you use from a traditional print medium uh, and trans- being able to transfer that onto a digital uh, medium. And I think mm we are still a very we're still at a very nascent age of this design digital design scene so uh it does offer up a lot of exciting possibilities um and 
as to I don't think there's really like a style difference between the past and the, and now. It's really just a shift in the medium of choice. Mm. Yes, that's what I think. What do you think? I mean, I came from a much more hands-on course in the past. Actually, that includes a lot more of products and space design. Not really a lot of usage of digital unless I want to create a brand itself or rendering an image. So I can say that it has evolved more digitalized and it also reached out to a lot more people from different backgrounds. And that's what I feel now compared to the past. I can only reach out to like my mentors, um, for example, my lecturers um, and those who I work with at uh, different companies and not really much wider because I feel that there's not much resources yet. I think that's the beauty of um, digital technologies and all these digital tools that in the one way we can, I mean, on the one hand, we can reach out to people, um, different communities uh, that we would traditionally not be able to reach out to. Um, but personally, I still, I, I still kind of like printed stuff. So I do hope we don't totally neglect it. Although it seems as though it is a dying art. Um, and it's quite sad, but uh, I think it, I'm hoping it would die a slower death. I hope so too. It's kind of nice to touch like prints. Yes. Actually, do you think that we can actually break out of the misconception in Singapore? Uh, so giving one example is that people do not want to enter design is because they think that design doesn't really have a proper job and doesn't really earn much as compared to other sector. Yeah, so it's... um. Mostly the financial issues, right? Um, unfortunately, I don't think we can really break out too much from this misconception because to put it bluntly, it's not exactly a misconception if the fact is designers or the design industry, creative industry in Singapore is usually paid much lesser than other industry. So it's not so much of a misconception. It feels like it's more of a fact. Okay, unfortunately, I think it's hard to correct this misconception because, and my own opinion could be a bit skewed, but from what I know and from my own experience, the compensation, your salary as a graphic designer has always been, in Singapore at least, has always been on the lower end in the, if you compare it to say a banker or any other industry in Singapore. And unfortunately, that is the hard truth that we are living with. Um, and unless there are more support, say, from the government or from non-designers, especially clients who would, or big companies who would, would um, appreciate um, forking out bigger sum or bigger funding for, uh, say, like the visuals and the branding of their companies, um, the sad truth is we will always have a lower salary compared to re- to the rest of the Singapore uh, industry. Uh, I mean, which is why also, if you think back to a few years back when COVID first started and there was that very controversial um, infographics that came out and yes. the number one, number one non-essential <laughs> career was the graphic designers. Um, and that is the general perception in Singapore, unfortunately. Um, and 
it's been when I first started studying design or arts, I've been told that oh, this is a up and coming uh career slash pathway in Singapore, but. It's been almost ten years since then. <laughs> I personally have not seen much changes. No. Um, and so it's probably going to be a very slow process to to break out of this, um, misconception, quote unquote misconception. Okay. So as an educator yourself, do you have anything to say to like the new and the current designers or like student? Well, if you're a new student in uh in a design school, I think what you really need to do is to have fun. To really have fun with in terms of learning, learning new skills, learning new technologies. Uh, because all these are at really at the your fingertips, um, these days, and you don't necessar- necessarily need to be um uh burdened by say traditional methods. All, with all these new tools available to you, you can always learn to apply them or use them in unique ways. So I think as a new student coming into uh, a design or art school, I think what you should really be focused on is to uh, really explore for yourself, find your own uh, personal voice, your own personal methodology when it comes to creating artwork or when it comes to creating design. Um, and if you're a soon-to-be graduate of a designer, then I think um, mindset shouldn't be changing to... I mean, I don't think you should change too much of your mindset in the sense that you should still try to have fun with what you do, even if you are, even if what you might do in the future is kind of tied to the clients. Um, there's always some ways to compromise. Um, and you yourself, if you're a freelancer, um, you have the choice to work for actively search and only work for the types of job you want to work. Um, it sounds it, it can be a bit daunting because if you don't if you don't if you were to reject certain well-paying jobs because you don't agree with the the aesthetics or you don't agree with the direction they are going with then you might lose out in terms of money but um you have to think kind of long term as well as um what kind of uh career projection do you want for yourself what kind of um practice do you want to have for yourself what kind of work do you want to do because i think it's important that uh you do not you yourself do not become just a brainless cock in a kind of like a functioning machine for just a client you're not just a service uh, I think it's very important to to understand that you're not a sub you don't play a service role you are a content creator oh. <laughs> <laughs> your con- design has always been designers have oh, always yeah, been true, content yes, creator before yes. there's even this term content creator for say TikTok and everything mm. um, and so it's really how to how you should learn to adapt and apply everything that you learn in school to uh, the environment, I mean, to, to the industry as well as to all aspects of your life, actually. Um, design, thinking, art, the skills that you learn, the perception, colors, all these are what I call like lifelong skills. You cannot unsee colors once you've learned to attune your eyes to see the different shades of colors and stuff like that. Um, so you are you will always be constantly challenging yourself and constantly applying these um, skills and um, design principles. Um, so you should always uh, learn to see 
the wonders of that and apply that throughout your entire life. Thank you for your time, Desmond. Thank yes. you for having me. Yay! All the best. I hope you have a wonderful podcast series. Yes. Bye. Bye. Bye.